guys welcome back <laughs> so i have the lovely guest renee here what, what how do you say your last name i've felden. never said it felden yeah okay felden actually it's like different so in australia it's different in the philippines it's different here it's felden in the philippines it's felden I'm not even going to try. See, it's felled in. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay, so this lovely chick here, I've met her from the gym and I love her so much. She's gone through so much Let's in go. life. I'm not even lying. She's gone through so much in life that like it has me in tears majority of the time. <laughs> She'll come up to me and be like, oh, so this has happened in my life today. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> okay. Um, so I decided to have her on here today. Um, why? What else was I going to say? Oh, this set's gonna be looking a lot nicer, maybe a little bit sooner. Just wanted to let you guys know that. Um, yeah, okay, do you wanna introduce <laughs> Okay, basically, hi guys, I'm Renee, and I'm at Pascal this year, which is odd, because we just clicked. <laughs> we literally just clicked and started talking because of Lauren, my manager. And then I was born and raised- The gym, everything about the person. Okay, so basically, I used to work at Anytime Fitness O'Connor, but that got sold and my position became redundant. So I was moved to Anytime Fitness Bulletin, where I became the assistant manager. And then Lauren introduced us. She literally went like, oh, Renee, this is Pascal, the member of the month. And I was like... Lauren. Lauren. <laughs> I just forget that. <laughs> but yeah, then I met Pascal and I was a bit shy because she's hella tall and I'm hella short. I'm literally 4'11". And then I was really scared. I was only talking to Pascal. Oh, yes, I'm 4'11". <laughs> okay, yes. I was really scared. I was intimidated. And then I was only talking to Pascal, other gym squads, probably like two gym squads in that whole gym. And then that's it because I was really intimidated. But then... I don't know, we just clicked, we talked, and then yeah, I was born and raised in the Philippines. Now I'm here. <laughs> okay, so speaking about the Philippines. Sorry, it's hot, guys. Just take it off. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, okay, sure, okay. if you want me to. <laughs> <It's really hot. laughs> um, I love this this chick, love her, 10 out of 10. Oh, when we, when we met for the first time i was like oh she's so cute i would have never thought like when i looked at her like oh she'll just just like a normal chick you know i doubt she's gone through like way too much in life you know and then the more i get to know her my respect for her just goes like all the way up here and i'm just like oh my gosh but um okay so you were in the philippines you said just now to me that it was two years ago so practically the same time i moved to perth she moved from the philippines to here and then do you want to talk about your life in Philippines and then it changing over here because you've <laughs> your skin condition and everything just changed. Ooh, like, <laughs> you know. I remember. <laughs> like, I was like, how? Okay. okay. All right. Basically, in the Philippines, literally, like my whole life, or like a ca- like a summary. Just, yeah, summary. Okay. Basically, <laughs> my parents they're business owners, so they own shoe factories, shoe businesses shoe businesses and then I grew up with that but they were barely home which was just really sad you know and then when I was growing up like I was addicted to like the puberty stage like I was so excited because I'm the youngest one so I was so excited like I remember one time I had a scar on my ass and then I didn't know about it and then (laughs) I didn't know about it because just a nail was sticking out of this massage bed that my mom was getting made and then <laughs> I just lid down and I didn't notice it. Then I peed and then I was like, oh, I got my period. I was four. So 
I was four years old when I said that. And it was really like, oh, my mom was like, you're weird, girl. <laughs> like, what the heck? <laughs> Built different. So moving on, I got into my teen years and my sister was going through acne. And I was like, I want to go through puberty too. I want to go through that. Like, I want to go through all those acne phases, get my braces. And I was just like, now that I'm looking back at it, I'm like, bitch. I'm sorry for cussing, but like, bitch, <laughs> what the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> but yeah, I did have acne for quite some time because I lived in the city. Uh, yeah, I lived in the city and it was hectic, like public transportation and like private transportation, literally air pollution everywhere. It was just bad, like really bad. And I had acne. It wasn't cystic acne, I would say, but it was really bad. Like my forehead, like my T-zone, it was filled with acne. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> this girl judging me right now (laughs) i love you you too but yeah i had acne and then um in high school i was really dumb and i think pascal's gonna (laughs) pascal's gonna ask me more about that later on no i'm not gonna are you really no wait oh about that about me being dumb and why i moved to australia Huh? Was that the reason why you moved here? No, 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 oh, no, no. Okay. But it was another reason why. Okay, okay, it was, yeah. It's all right. <laughs> but yeah, basically, um, I was really dumb in high school. I was the most rebellious kid. The handbook in my school got <laughs> got way thicker, mainly because of me. And then my parents were like, I've, we've had enough. You're moving. And then I left. Because my siblings were all here anyway. So it was like, yeah, inevitable okay. for me. But I moved a year early. <laughs> but yeah. That's it. That's me. <laughs> and then the weather change. Oh, true. In the Philippines, like, the weather is really insanely humid. Like, it's bad. Probably, like, here in Australia, it's it's hard because it's, like, dry heat. But in the Philippines, you just feel sticky. I used to have four showers in a day. Oh, my God. It was so bad. I would wake up, have a shower. Get home from school, have a shower. Then I would study, have a shower. Before I go to bed, I'd have a shower. It was so, it was so bad. Like, it's, it's just so humid and you feel so sticky. And, like, you know how the oil in your face is just, like, it's not good if it's, like, that dirty. Mm-hmm. And I had that. It was really insane. And it was just, like, you know, my acne was, oof. If ever I get a photo, Pascal's going to edit it in. I'm kidding. <laughs> Actually, I do have a photo right now. My mom just sent it to me and she was like, I miss this. I was like, what, you miss my acne? <laughs> yeah, it was so bad. But I'm so happy I'm here now. Never going back. Only for a vacation, that's it. <laughs> I love how you can see my cat. Just I love her cat. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like there casually. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Okay. And then you used to do dancing. Yes. Okay. Would you ever do dancing again? You can't because of your scoliosis. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about the dancing then. Talk about the dancing. She used to be a dancer, guys. <laughs> okay. Basically, I started dancing when I was eight years old. It wasn't really a thing. Like... There was just this talent show. Like, do you guys know America's Got Talent? Mm-hmm. My school's name was Assumption, and it was Assumption's Got Talent. And my whole year, like, there were selected girls that were, you know, supposed to dance, whatever. And I was one of them. And then we were just dancing, and apparently, because I'm small, I'm put in the middle. Like, come on, I'm freaking 4'11. And then I, <laughs> even there, I'm small, so it's hard. Mm-hmm. So I was put in the middle, and then. I don't know, the teachers were just like, Renee's good at dancing. And I, I didn't know. 
Like, I really did not know because I never danced. Like, I just followed whatever the choreography was and I was just doing it. And they were like, she's really good. She's really good. So every time there's a talent show, it's just always me and, like, a lot of girls because, like, we're a lot. We're probably, like, 15 to 20 people in that group. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then ever since I found out I was dancing, I never stopped. Like, I went to summer workshops. I went to... It's not really a varsity in the in the Philippines back then. Like, they introduced the varsity when I was in high school. But it was more like an after-school thing that I would do. And then I kept on doing it and doing it to the point that when I reached high school, we started having competitions and all of that. So I was recruited for that. There was, Basically, you represent your school and then you dance for your school. And that was me. I was included in that. We're called... <laughs> Assumption Varsity, because <laughs> my school, <laughs> my school's name's Assumption, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Assumption Dance Varsity, and then I was when it when that was being introduced, it was kind of looked down on because it's not really a sport for some people, you know. Mm-hmm. But like for dancers, it's like it's an insult for us because yeah. it's a lot of work. Like mm-hmm. you move your whole body, and then um, so I was friends with a lot of higher, like with a lot of older people, because I have an older sister and she's like three years older than me. So I was friends with a lot of older people in my school. And then a lot of, the, a lot of them were really good dancers. Like, I kid you not, they traveled just to compete for dancing. And they were like, Renee should join, Renee should join. Like, Renee should join the dance varsity. Like, you can just see her. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I was really flattered. I was really flattered. I was like, yes, like, finally, there is like, I have a passion. Because I didn't play any sport. Like, as much as I want to play soccer, I wasn't really. Like, my mom's really... She wants me to be white. <laughs> Let's just be real. Asians, they have that mentality. Like, you know, you're pretty if you're white. But as you can see now, I'm tan. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, she didn't want that. My, I was too short for volleyball. I was too short for basketball. It was really like, you know, mm. I didn't have anything. And then I was introduced to dancing. And right when I said yes, I had a freaking checkup, like a medical checkup where they make you do this with both of your hands and then you bend down. And they saw that my back was uneven. I was really sad. <laughs> and then the doctor was literally like, Renee, have you gotten your back checked? I was like, what's wrong with my back? Because in my head, it was normal, you know? Like, you never notice it. And then she was like, you, ha- you probably have a back condition. I didn't know it was scoliosis at that time. And then we got it checked. I went with my mom to the hospital. We got an x-ray. It was terrible. It was an S. It was literally just like that. I and saw the photos, bro, <laughs> and the biggest shock on my face, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I thought my scoliosis was bad. No. Hers was, like, a literal like that. And I was like, oh, my gosh. But she's got it well, like, yeah. done. You've gotten it straightened-ish. Yeah. yeah, a bit. I mean, like, it. it's gotten way better because when i saw the x-ray it was literally like an s an inverted s and the upper curvature was way bigger than the lower one and it was 32 degrees i know the numbers real good and then the lower one was 22 and i was just like oh my god like what the heck and then the doctor was like saying how i could you know fix it like surgery a brace and i was like i refuse to wear a brace <laughs> no way in hell am i gonna wear a brace that's just like that's Come sad. on, it's embarrassing. 
Like in my head, oh. that was embarrassing. Okay. Like for for me, I mean, at home I would wear it if I were to actually, you know, be given a brace. I would really wear it. And honestly, my mom kept on buying these braces, like not even the metal ones. Like they look like corsets. <laughs> and my mom thought that it could solve it. <laughs> She's so, <laughs> she's so cute so she would just like renee wear this at night wear this under your uniform and i was just like all right <laughs> but yeah so i did that and then my doctor said like you could wear a brace you could get surgery done you can go swimming by the way i hate swimming like fuck sake like i almost drowned so <laughs> yeah wow. so i hate swimming i hated swimming growing up so i wasn't gonna do that and then um weightlifting wasn't really introduced to me because i was really i was like 14 i think 15 mm-hmm. yeah it wasn't really introduced to me back then but i asked about dancing because dancing was a big part of my life already and i was just like but can i still dance and the doctor was like no because you're gonna be moving your back a lot and you don't even know the proper posture like this what this posture right now is freaking wrong for me <laughs> honestly i should be doing this oh, <laughs> but like okay. it's whatever but yeah um so they told me to stop dancing and my dad was kind of no not kind of he was really opposed to it mainly because i had school from 7 a.m to 3 p.m in the philippines and then after that he would have to wait until probably like 7 or 8 p.m just to pick me up and like in the Philippines, it's really normal to have like people working for you. Mm-hmm. Also in Lebanon as well. Yeah, Lebanon. Yeah. See, like it's normal. So we had a driver there, and then it was like um, he was supposed to leave at five, so he had to do overtime for me. And it was a, it wasn't really a lot of money, but like if you add it all up every day, of course it's a lot. Mm-hmm. So my dad was like the driver can't do any more overtime, like, we're not going to be paying for this, blah, blah, blah. And also, on top of that, I had to pay for a lot of things for my school because I had dancing. And my dad was just, like, using my scoliosis as an excuse. He was like, Renee, it's going to get worse. Your curvature is going to increase or something like that. And I was just like, all right. Like, of course, in my head, come on. I'm fr- I was 14, and my dad was, like, what, 20 years older than me. Not even 20. I don't know. He's old, old. But like, <laughs> but like, he's way older than me. Of course, in my head, he's right. Mm-hmm. And then I had to quit. So I quit. And that's it. And I never looked back. But like, if you make me dance now, I would still dance, but not as good because I don't practice, if you get what I mean. Yeah. Like, I could probably polish it and for it to look way better. But now that I don't practice at all or don't train at all, it's like, it's nothing. Yeah. And then that's how you got yourself into the gym. Instead of doing weightlifting, she's really good. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I actually reckon you should be a PT. Oh my God. A lot of people say that about me. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Why is that? Because your story is so beautiful that, like, if people knew that, like, you're a PT, they would respect you more and want you to be their PT. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I'll think about it. I mean, like, I'm also studying uni, so you are too. You're still in uni? Yeah. I you already graduated. No, I, I mean, I'm done for this semester. Yeah. How long do you still have left then? A year and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah, and like I do three units. I don't do four. Oh, so you're not full time? I It's full time. Just? Just three units, yeah. Oh, okay. It's mainly because of work. Uh-huh. Yeah, so. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. But yeah. And then you do all the marketing for Anytime Fitness. Yeah, well, I wouldn't want to get more into that, I guess. Because um, most of the marketing, like, 
they do all the templates and all of that but it's like for me it's just like i can make it better you know like i want to have an input but i think that's up to the head office already or like yeah. up to my boss yeah. which is fair enough like it's fine like my boss allows me to do the marketing and all of that mm-hmm. through instagram and facebook which isn't really i don't know it's good like i think it's good considering like you look at every other anytime fitness's instagram page it's so boring <laughs> oh my god so boring they like just don't care they're like oh yeah it's like advertised yeah yeah but then when you see ours it's actually more like a community it's like member yeah, yeah. that's what i want yeah no yeah. you're doing a great job <laughs> like, every time i look at it i'm like the differences between like before and after you came really huge difference was it really that big of- yeah no because like it was just like the basic like marketing you know they put the normal templates on oh and really that's it. that was all that they ever really promoted for Will- willerton and then when you that. came in there were like so many different things and i was just <laughs> like okay someone's got their head together it's mainly because of my old manager quincy so quincy's so quincy's basically the first person i worked with with at Anytime Fitness and he helped me a lot because he's a DJ so he does a lot of marketing for himself mm. yeah yeah he does he does everything himself all his editing all his marketing it's all up to him wow. and he taught me a lot and he was just like Renee you know you want to be interesting like you don't want to stick to the books like literally don't stick to it because you're not gonna get noticed yeah and I was like fair enough it's true though mm-hmm. and I did that and then he was just like but still, like, there are rules under where I work, mm-hmm. so I still try to follow it. It's not like I go out of hand and, like, <laughs> you know, have interviews. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'd be like, so, how's the gym today? <laughs> I don't do that. You should actually, like, that would be pretty funny. You'd be like, so, how's the gym today? What are you training? Training upper body. Do you ever train legs? No. <laughs> like, every guy. Sorry to the guys. <laughs> I train legs. It kind of makes me sad. I'm like, where? Come on, you don't want chicken legs. <laughs> Says the girl who only lives like, <laughs> lives like light. Like, I do. do but it's like lightweight, you know. We're trying to reach the heavyweights, <laughs> both of us. <laughs> I know. I still haven't gotten my like New Year's goals for the gym yet. And you it got kind of makes me want to cry, but it's fine. It's fine. You still have a few weeks left. No, but I won't because it's like a miracle if that ends up happening. I cannot score 100 for my life. I'm like, I only squat 50 guys Whoa. and she's, she says she looks up to me and I'm like <laughs> no you can squat more I can squat you. more but I don't I don't want to but you and your hip thrusts you're yeah, probably yeah. like 120 oh yeah <laughs> I don't, I that's my Phoebe it's always like that always like that it's either you're really good at hip thrusts or you're really good at squats Oh. I hate hip thrusts. I hate she squats. She loves hip thrusts and I <laughs> love squats and she hates squats. Okay, this is coming from a girl who has scoliosis and she loves squats. You know how much that hurts? It does hurt. That's it why freaking I can't hurts. do it much anymore. It's like, <laughs> when I did leg day, I think it was two days ago, Yeah. I didn't do squats. Oh, didn't no, you? I did so much squats, but with the barbells. I mean, not barbells. Dumbbells. Dumbbells, yeah. Yeah. But like, I couldn't do like a proper squat thing because I was like, nah, that's going to just murder my back. I'm going to murder myself after this, guys. Oh, yeah. She's going to the gym after this, obviously. Because... <laughs> Okay. What else do we want to talk about? How I got into the fitness industry, you oh, said. Yeah. We just got carried away. This yeah. is how we are, guys. Like yeah. when we talk. We talk for a long, long time. Like I'll go to the gym and not even like do the gym. Like, yeah. just, that I'll, really happened. It really does. I'll just show up and I'll be like, oh my god, Renee. For like three hours literally and then I start the gym or if i don't feel like it anymore i'm just like i'm leaving or i drag her with me to get my lunch 
Oh yeah, because <laughs> like we just go to the um, IGA around the corner or like the snow sushi, which yeah. is like, in front of it, and yeah, we just buy food and we we're just, just like, all right, and, and then that's it. And I'm like, yeah, I came here to a train, and then I see Renee, and I'm like, all right, we can hold, we can hold for like three hours, and then I'll go back. Really good, <laughs> honestly. Okay, how did you get into the industry? Okay, so basically in the Philippines. Like I said, I was really dumb. <laughs> I was really dumb. I was really rebellious. And it didn't make sense looking back. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> looking back at it, it, for me now, it didn't make sense why I did all of the things that I did. But it was fine. It was fun you at that time. You learned from it, though, which is good. Yeah, I did. I learned from all of the trauma. <laughs> A lot of trauma. A lot of trauma. <laughs> but it's fine. Anyway, so when I was growing up, I was already in high school. Um... I did something dumb. Maybe we're going to get into that later if Pascal wants to talk about that. But I don't care, babe. (laughs) I really don't care. So in high school, I was like, oh my God, it's the third time of me saying that. I was really dumb. Okay. We get it. Get it. I'm dumb. So my dad had to ground me. I was grounded for like two years. Pascal doesn't know about this yet, I think. (laughs) I was grounded for two years. It was really bad. So I was grounded for two years, and my friends... (laughs) My friends were getting into the gym. Like, I see them at Anytime Fitness in the Philippines. Yeah, and then, unfortunately, there wasn't an Anytime Fitness near my house. But we had a gym, and it was called Mike's Gym, where they had boxing. I had anger issues. (laughs) That too. And anger issues going up. <laughs> Trauma. Trauma. Anger issues. <laughs> but yeah, I had anger issues growing up. And when I was grounded for two years, my parents bought me a dog. They were like, oh, here, some responsibility. Mind you, he was really cute. He's still alive. He's freaking cute. But yeah, he. they got me a dog and then apparently it didn't work. So they tried getting my mind off of other things like the gym and boxing. So I did boxing for quite some time. I did boxing for two years first. Two years on and off, like during the holidays, during summer, I would do boxing. But if I had school, I wouldn't do it. But during the summer, probably like one year before I was supposed to leave, my dad got me a membership at Mike's gym and it was like a PT PT session, like all of it, like just PTs. And it was really good. (laughs) <laughs> that's how I got into it like I would always have a personal trainer and he would just teach me and it was so intimidating because like I'm hella small like even in the Philippines people are tall like the guys are really tall and like the people at the gym are massive oh, wow. yeah but that got me into it so when I left the Philippines already probably like a few months like four months before I was gonna leave I did one of the most stupid things I could have ever done. Do you even know about this? Do you want me to say it? Okay. <laughs> it's up to you. It's not, I don't really care. <laughs> so, it, when I was going to leave, I was about to graduate already. And mind you, I was on probation because I almost got kicked out four times. And I was on probation. I was being looked at real hard by everyone. Teachers, janitors, security, everything. Everyone name it they know my name because i'm that hard-headed yeah it was really bad so i was when i was in year 12 i was under the arts strand do you guys have that so basically you choose your strand like if you want to study 
science in the future like at oh, uni you, you, yeah, you no, choose that strand that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so i did arts because i am well i hate maths i love science but i don't really want to do that for a living no. <laughs> so that's me i chose arts you know the easiest one and we had an art gallery thing and it was in the city like the main city and the main city is like the north bridge of the philippines mm. so of course the clubs were just like you know a five minute walk from the art gallery that we were at it was a school event i don't know why they approved that but it was a school event and the surrounding the surroundings of that freaking gallery was literally just like clubs after clubs after clubs if it's not a club it's a pub or a bar mm-hmm. like literally it's just like that oh wow so of course me being me when i was 17 i was like all right <laughs> gathered all of my friends i was like do you guys want to go out after they're like yeah <laughs> like yeah sure and i was like all right say less we're all going out and then we all met up and my one of my friends had she has an apartment nearby like in that city so she just went there first and then we just all met up at this it's not really a club it's like a bar mm-hmm. called cable car yeah. cable car bgc i, I hate you <laughs> yeah it was really bad but we all met up we, we were all there of course we had fake ids it's freaking easy to get fake ids in the philippines yeah. so yeah we all had fake ids rocked up and met up with our guy friends and then oh i studied in an all-girls catholic school so <laughs> you have to meet up with your guy friends so we met up with our guy friends and then we just had a few drinks and then one of the guys he had his cousins like his cousin and his friends around the same area so he was like all right let's go like can you do you guys want to have you know a drink or two with us blah blah blah. and at that time i didn't know that they were notorious Mm. so they were infamous they were notorious whoa (laughs) sorry pascal's cats really like (laughs) jumping around but yeah so they were really notorious and i didn't know they were my sister's age three years older so they were college and in your terms uni so they were college kids (laughs) they yeah when you hang out with college kids in the philippines that's when you know you're like on top so in my head i was like yeah say less like (sighs) let's do it you know come on like in high school and at that age all you want to be is like in Mm -hmm. you know like you can't deny it (laughs) but yeah so that happened like they invited the not really the boys the boys and girls and they were older than us and then one of the girls kept saying oh it's on us it's on us like keep drinking keep drinking whatever and in my head my my best friend tabitha her and i we really needed to go home because i have strict parents and i wanted to be home before one Mm -hmm. so i was just like all right we gotta go home gotta go home and my dad kept calling me and i was just like yeah we're just waiting for the driver blah, blah, blah. and then i kept on pushing it back pushing it back and then these college kids kept on making us drink without us noticing and then one by one they just de- they decided to leave like one by one so low-key you didn't you can't even notice it and then we all looked around we were just like what the heck it's just us and they kept saying the bill was on them. And they kept ordering drinks. They probably got like eight bottles of tequila. And mind you, we were at a bar. You know how expensive that is? Mm. 
So it's really expensive. They kept on ordering shit. Not only drinks, but food too. And we were just like, what the heck? And I died. Because come on, freaking bottles of tequila. That's a lot. Like they kept on making us drink. And then at one point, I don't even remember this. At one point, <laughs> I was like, so there was like a couch. And then my back wasn't leaning against the this like the backrest of the couch mm-hmm. and apparently i just started to fall like this and the bouncer tried catching me and i hit my head and i don't even remember it and my best friend was just like renee 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 like come on and then no i was dead like at that time i was gone they had to carry me like the boys had to carry me and my best friend was panicking we had a fifteen thousand bill that we had to pay and then I was dead. They couldn't run. First, it wasn't our fault. Like, the amount of, you know, drinks that they ordered, the amount of food that they ordered, it wasn't really us. Because mm-hmm. we know how to <laughs> control our drinking, but then they came along. Anyway, so I was there on the grass, on the floor, and then my friends were surrounding me. They were like, all right, so how do you do this? Who's going to pay for the bill? We need to know who's going to pay for the bill, and then we can go. Because the staff and the bouncers were literally sur- like i was in the middle dead like lying down dead and then my friends were surrounding me and the people surrounding them were staff oh my god so they couldn't run for it one of my friends were like let's run for it <laughs> and i was just like when i heard the story i was like you want to get arrested or what <laughs> but yeah um that happened and then my best friend was really panicking mm-hmm. and at that time i had broken up with my ex-boyfriend and his friends were around the area and his friends are friends with my friends so they decided to call him call not him not my ex him aka my ex's best friend so my best friend called the best friend of my ex and then she was like renee's dead literally just crying on the phone renee's dead renee's dead you know how uh, surprising that is renee's dead Uh, like you could have just said drunk no Oh no, literally dead. dead. And my friends, my guy friends, started rushing. They were like hopped in the car and then they sped to where we were. And then they didn't even park, they double parked. And they got out of the car and then went to Tabitha. And Tabitha was like, Renee's dead. And then my friend Lance and my friends, Lance and Ethan, they were like, Where the hell's Renee? Like, what's up? And then Tabitha was like, She's there lying on the grass, blah, blah, blah. She's so drunk. And both of them were like, we literally thought Renee was murdered. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But what happened was, Tabitha, my best friend, ended up paying for the bill. And then another guy, one of our friends, paid for it. Like, probably one-fourth of it. And then, my best friend's driver came. And then we finally went home. But that was already 5 a.m. I was supposed to be home at 1. <laughs> I was 17, mind you. And I'm Filipino. And if you know what that means... Death. Yes. So. That'll be like the actual death. <laughs> Literally. Like, drunk and then death. <laughs> yes. And then my dad was calling me on the phone. And I was drunk. Like hella drunk. And I, and my dad was like, Renee, where the fuck are you? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what I said? I said, Kung Fang Chong. Which means? I don't know. I don't speak Chinese. <laughs> I just said, Kung Fang Chong. And my dad kept on cussing in Tagalog and she was and he was just like, What the fuck are you saying? And I said, Dad, 
can Sab stay with us like in a very drunk way? Sab, my friend. Can Sab stay at our house? And then my dad was like, shut up and come home. <laughs> and I got home. My dad dragged me to the house. And I didn't feel anything because I was just, I was like dead. <laughs> I was just like, all right. So that was the last straw. And that was the reason why I got shipped off really early. <laughs> <laughs> it was really bad. I would show you guys a photo. I have one. <laughs> How do you have photos of this? Because my friends kept taking photos of me. I was literally lying down in the parking lot, like dead, and you can see my necklace that says Renee. Literally. Surely show us. <laughs> I want to actually see this now. <laughs> it was so bad. It was terrible. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then you're like, that's it. I'm going to Australia. Never yeah. seeing you guys again. Hasta la vista. It like, was so sad because I didn't even have a going away party with my friends. Like, I just left. Oh. Like, of Have course, you seen them again? No, I haven't. COVID oh. happened. Oh. So I haven't oh. seen them ever since. And it was really sad. I was literally like... Have they messaged you at least? Yeah. Okay. Some, of some, some of them. Really sad. But you know. Jeez. That's me. Oh. Damn, you she dead dead. I told you. <laughs> I'll show you guys. That's just her on the floor. That was me on the floor. Literally just lying down dead. <laughs> show them your scoliosis, like the before and after. Oh, the scoliosis. Yeah. Where myself. was that? Where was that? It was oh. in your gallery, wasn't it? Was that? That's my DMs. Oh, your DMs. With my mans. Oh, you like <laughs> I just show him everything. broken, broken. I'm broken, broken. Not broken inside. Broken, broken is fine. Broken. I love that. But yeah, I'll show you guys a photo real soon. Anyway, oh, okay. what else? Um, so then you got here. I, yeah. Oh my God. I was really scared. You know, I couldn't even talk like this when I went here. I was so scared to talk because of my accent. This one. <laughs> because of my accent. I mean, like, I have a different accent. It made me really insecure. So I was really scared to talk literally just to talk i couldn't even go to the shops and tell the person hello uh. like hello how are you and i'm just like i was really shy i was really scared i don't know why like i honestly don't this is so hard like let me just <laughs> oh there it is okay is that the ah oh, this is the before my scoliosis Damn. She an S though. <laughs> Jeez, and then the after. But well, this is the after, so it's not that bad. It got better. It got better. It's still an S, but you know, it looks like a bit of an L. <laughs> Loser! <laughs> Since day one. <laughs> but yeah, when I moved here, I was really... I had social anxiety. It was so bad. Like, I didn't leave my house without makeup. I, I literally didn't. And when I, before I moved here, I got my lashes done in the Philippines so that I looked good. Because I was really insecure. I was, it wasn't just social anxiety. It was more on just like the standards of beauty in the Philippines was really like, oh, okay, yeah. like European, white, anything that's not Asian or not tan, mm. you're beautiful. You are the standard of beauty. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that was really... I don't know, it was instilled in me, I guess. And growing up, I wasn't allowed to play under the sun. I wasn't allowed to go to the beach for that long. If I do, I need to wear, like, sunscreen probably every two hours. Like, 
it was like that. So I was really insecure when I got here. And it was a culture shock for me because growing up in the Philippines, everything revolves around family or your religion. And like the main religion in the Philippines is Catholic. Aside from Catholic, we have Muslims. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, growing up in a Catholic school, it was always just like simplicity, refinement. Then I had that growing up. And then I moved here and I went to uni and I was just like, what the heck? like what the hell is happening because mm. it's filled with so much different people like it's so diverse that i was so i was sheltered for such a long time in the philippines and i just didn't know how to handle it i guess mm. like but i had good morals and i think that's why i was able to communicate a lot with a lot of people and gain friends but i don't know it's good that i'm not old-fashioned like you know the older people in the philippines because if they met someone with a different religion they probably wouldn't even talk to them Mm. yeah it's that bad so it's really bad but here i don't know you just learn a lot like in the philippines it's considered as child labor if you work at the age of 14 and that's illegal you can't work like you just can't work until you have a degree or once you're 18 that's like lebanon as well really yeah yeah same thing yeah i think it's just like third war countries they're always like yeah so strict on everything yeah i think australia (laughs) (laughs) there's australia making us all work the age of like 14 (laughs) but yeah when i got here everyone had jobs everyone had lives in the philippines i was so spoon-fed i had i had everyone it's like it sounds so spoiled but it's it's normal for someone who lives in a third world country to have like help to have drivers to have people doing things for you Mm -hmm. and i had that and i'm way more than blessed you know to have experienced that and i'm grateful but when i moved here it was totally like boom like you don't have a driver you don't have a maid you don't have anyone doing everything for you and i was living with my siblings who went to uni and they're they're both from UW. They're both from UW, and that's really far from our house. Mm-hmm. Like, really, really far. And they would always be gone, and I was always alone, and I was just like, so what do I do with my life, you know? Like, I didn't know anything. I didn't I didn't have experience. I didn't grow up here. People are so clueless about me. How am I getting a job? Yeah. Like, I want money. Like, that, that was in my head. Like, I want money. I don't want my parents to send me money because, like, I'm living here. And I don't know, it's just like you feel bad as a daughter asking your parents for so much money so that you can survive isn't really ideal. And then my brother was friends with um, this guy that owned a music school. And that guy was looking for an assistant and a receptionist. And then my brother was like, oh, my sister is looking for a casual job. So that's how I got my first job. Yeah, it was nice at first. At first. <laughs> right? You know about this, right? Oh, I don't know, but like we're running out of time anyway. So okay. we can't go too much in detail about everything. But yeah, <laughs> it was nice at first. And that's it. That's all you got to know. <laughs> but yeah. When I tell you she's gone through a lot, I mean... And this is only like not even not half. Even, yeah, not even half. Like it's it. only like the smallest bit that you've learned about her. <laughs> Like, if you get to know her, know her, you're going to be like, oh, my goodness. And then you're going to have a hizzy fit. But, like, no, honestly, respect for her. Account. Let's go. I always repeat, but, like, I swear on God. Just. But, yeah. (laughs) But the one thing I do admire you 
can I speak today? <laughs> the 